Oh, hello. And hello to all of you. I'm sorry I didn't start the episode sooner. I was busy creating some cringe to post later. (laughs) And it is very cringe. (laughs) Welcome to those Midland kids. Hello and, and happy Friday. It is. Ugh. Or maybe it's some other day of the week. We shouldn't mm-hmm. time ourselves, but t- too bad. Whatever whatever time, universe, alternate timeline you're in, hello, welcome. Nope. You can only listen on Fridays. This is how it has to be. <laughs> but we release it before Friday. Ah! Bye. <laughs> Brie, you're not supposed to, to defeat my dreams here. <laughs> that was genuine confusion for a minute. I was just like, wait, what is time? That's because you looked at the cringe and you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm posting I anyway. No I one's going to stop me. <laughs> you live your dreams. You live your dreams. Be prepared. But we're we're those meddling kids, and we we love to post cringe on the timeline. <laughs> we we post all sorts of things, um, but yeah, we are, we are elder millennials. I refuse to use the other term, so we we're we're cringy. I I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I just posted cringe, but yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah hello um i'm brie and i'm pat we are those meddling kids we are a horror movie comedy podcast um so we are here in your ear holes however however we got here next to you don't worry about it it's okay it's okay it's okay Okay. it's okay it's okay okay. we're here with you and we're gonna watch a movie so that you're not alone. And it, it's it's a fun movie. It's a brand new movie. And I've really been looking forward to it. I've been pretty excited about it. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's. I'm pretty stoked that we get to actually watch it and yeah. do so from the comfort of our own homes. Agreed. I'm, I, I'm in pajamas right now. <laughs> I'm in a pair of shorts that I bought from H&M that I didn't think would be as short as they turned out to be. Oh, Show real, off them uh, gams. Yeah, real white boy fall. Just, uh, <laughs> are are the beacons of Gondor lit? <laughs> yes. If I were to walk outside right now, it would just look like two bright white turnips or whatever the fuck. Kind of pick a pick a long root vegetable that is super white. That's what my legs look like. In these tiny shorts, it looked like shorts that my dad used to wear. Uh, as a youth, you know, the gym shorts with like the white lining around the edge. Oh like, my gosh. Just... My dad used to do marathon running in those shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these look like that. <laughs> I did not think the inseam would be like three inches, but it is, these are, uh, <laughs> do not wear them outside of your house shorts. Uh, if you sit down, something might pop out shorts. So, like, uh, don't. I repeat myself, don't buy these unless you're prepared for the implication. <laughs> unless you are ready. 
Yeah. Unless you're ready to go balls to the wall. Literally. That's what I said. <laughs> so, and we're, we're not shaming. We're not shamming. Not to yuck in your yum. But we're, we're you know, just a, just a thought. Yeah. We're just, we're, I'm preparing you. For mm-hmm. What co- mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, if you, you want to have a, um, I had something, it left my brain. I should have caffeinated before we started. <laughs> See, that's that's the problem. You didn't caffeinate before we started. I've been caffeinating. I don't think you ever actually stop caffeinating. Well, today, though, I am like 40 ounces deep. Like, this is pretty... <laughs> I was going to say, you you were sipping on that while we were having our meeting right before this. Um, yeah. And... <sighs> <laughs> I was going to, I was going to make a tea with some pumpkin spice creamer and then I lost track of time um, because I was watching the first episode and a little bit of the second episode of Midnight Mass and then was like, whoa, 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 time is a thing. (laughs) Bree, I'm so glad you've done that segue into our new Wasn't it good? Segment. (laughs) Because it's those meddling kids horror movie news for the week. <laughs> Yay! Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I could sneak that seltzer in. Um, but yeah, so I started to watch uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix. It's the new Mike Flanagan show, um, and familiar faces are in it. It is definitely giving me anxiety over a small town that is very religious. Um, there's definitely some sort of supernatural thingamabobber. I'm excited to find out more about the supernatural thingamabobber. Um, it went hard right from the beginning. And there is some animal death. So I want to trigger warning that. But it is... It's it's good so far, it's good, and I was not so overly traumatized by the churchy parts yet. So, <laughs> yay! <laughs> I think the person playing the priest was in the show Legion uh, on FX, and I, I literally just saw a screen cap of that person. I'm like, oh, that guy was in Legion, and he was fucking awesome. So <laughs> that alone would make me want to watch it. But the fact that you said Mike Flanagan, as in. Uh, House on Haunted Hill, Mike Flanagan. Indeed. Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Then I'm compelled to to give that a watch. This is it it's, all it's up? starting off real good. Starting off real good. Is it a full bingey thing or are they Yeah, it's the- all up, man. Ooh. I know, danger. That's mm-hmm. probably gonna be my tomorrow. Yeah, so there goes the weekend. <laughs> there it is. Or next week at work because I can work and I can code and watch horror movies at the same time. And oh. you know, sometimes you get scared. You might hit the space key, and then you get some GitHub errors because it's like there's a lot of empty space in this file. What's that about? It's like oh, spooky things happen to me. This uh, is the this is the midnight mass file. <laughs> yes. Someday I'm gonna submit a file for a pull request that's just gonna say like. Well, it's just going to be from The Shining. I'll work in no play, make Pat a dull boy. And it just <laughs> that'll be that'll be my readme file 
for for the next pull request I do. But yes. uh, I don't think this was very descriptive. Were you talk- <laughs> I think it was very very descriptive. I think it said everything that it needed to say, <laughs> and then some. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. <laughs> so what what is your news, Pat? So my news is about the goat himself, Bruce Campbell. Oh, groovy Ash baby. Williams. My hero, whom I've I've literally got a tattoo of one of his favorite quotes, just the word groovy. <laughs> <laughs> from my favorite scene from my favorite horror movie. <laughs> with a gun and a chainsaw akimbo on my arm. So realizing now, thinking about the fact that um, in some places walking around with a gun tattooed on you might confuse people, but you know what? It's going to start a conversation and that's fine. But it says groovy. It does. <laughs> I'm hoping that most people will understand. If they don't, I've got great news. I have the scene saved and queued up on my YouTube account so you that go. if anyone has a question, I could literally just pull it up and be oh like, Oh my gosh, you could spread the good news. That's of exactly Bruce Campbell. <laughs> that's how I'm going to proselytize about our Lord and Savior, Bruce Campbell and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> because those are our Lord and Saviors. But anyway, uh-huh. the goat himself is going to be in a horror movie about Black Friday. <laughs> Coming out this November. Oh my god, it's, it's not just him. It's also got Devin Sawa. I believe he was in uh, fucking Final Destination. Oh. Among other shits. But yes, we, we've got a Black Friday themed horror movie coming out this November. I believe it's going to be direct to streaming too. So we should be able to potentially enjoy that for our holiday list of... Oh yeah nice spooky fun well and and honestly if you have worked either retail and or uh food service black friday is arguably pretty scary (laughs) It it truly is i mean even if shit even if you're just one of the foolish people that goes out and shops on that day it's pretty fucking scary like people are uh People are nuts and angry and cranky. They're and so angry. They're up buying it's, video TVs. They're going to break three weeks from now. <laughs> and it's then, so it's so peopley. <laughs> maybe too peopley. Too peopley. How do we do Black Friday without people? Mm, good soup. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> soup. Soup. COVID soup. Are you are you talking? Oh, COVID soup. I thought you were insinuating some sort of like soil and green scenario. Oh, where, oh where you no. turn the Black Friday shoppers into soup. I actually was quoting something that people have been quoting on TikTok because I I'm trying I don't know. I, I like TikTok. Um and then it turned into something else and then it turned into a third thing. <laughs> you heard here first, folks. Brie is actually a secret zoomer and is on TikTok. I am on TikTok. Posting cringe. No, that's just me. I'm the one posting cringe. Oh, I'm, I'm, my, the quality (laughs) of my TikToks are not the best. (laughs) Nor are they frequent or on any sort of schedule or with a real plan. It's just kind of what I'm feeling at the time. There's a lot of my hero academia. And yeah 
There's like some weeb content, some horror content, some lip syncs. I eventually have to do an anime dance because we um, made a certain amount of money with Real Woman of Gaming with our last charity event. And I have been putting it off. <laughs> but See, I, I, can't, I can't even begin to use that application just because... Uh... <laughs> You know, I don't know. My wife made me download it and she sends me things on occasion. And my a dear friend of mine, Troy, uh, I guess his wife also got him on it. So like he's basically DMing me 10, 10 to 15 TikToks a day. Oh, and he's all of them are, they're all fun. Like he sends me all the good ones. So I, I have to give him props for that. But I myself cannot do anything on there except for occasionally find some weird hyper lefty tiktok bullshit and then i will share with troy it'll be like i could even though i can't see it i can i know that he's rolling his eyes at it <laughs> what yeah, I'm my for. for you page is just vast and varied um and i spend way too much time on it <laughs> but yeah so, so I, think, I think you had another news item i want to kick it over to you I did. I was just going to say, we talked about your hero, Bruce Campbell, um, one of your horror heroes, one of my horror heroes, Elvira. Her book just came out and with it, some big news. And we are very proud of her and happy for her. Um, Don't change. Live your life. Uh, But go find Elvira's book. Hold on. Let me go find the title. I had it up and I accidentally... accidentally put it out um yep uh yours cruelly i thought that's what it was but i did not want to be mistaken um it is an auto it's a memoir of hers and um she's got some big news in there and you know it's just cool she's well essentially she came out um she has been with a woman for quite some time um their story of how they met is really interesting and then how they eventually got together and um it makes me sad that cassandra the the woman who's portrayed and played elvira for all of these years felt like she shouldn't talk about it because she was worried that it wasn't going to um protect the brand but you know we, we love her, and we're excited for her. So, yay. Nothing but critical support. Definitely. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She is, um, one day I hope to be half as funny as her while we do these podcasts. She is a constant inspiration for me that way, and as a person who, you know is is learning to love their body more and to just be open to things i think she's just really cool so i will be getting that book and i hope that the rest of you will too and we'll continue to support her big props to her also for being consistently on beer posters for the last at least 40 some years as far as i understood because literally anytime i went to the bottle shop with my dad as a kid <laughs> Between the months of September and November, and then usually it would leak into the new year anyway, there'd be a new Elvira poster there with her posing with Bud Light or something? I don't know. 
As she should. She Part looks amazing. And then we had one last and probably the most <laughs> important news item. Really, <laughs> And this is a, a big controversial thing, but uh, big. this is a big thumbs down Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> big fart in the face from officially from those meddling kids for Chris yeah. Pratt for stealing Italian Viler. Fuck you, Chris Pratt. Homophobic piece of shit with your stupid fucking chiseled jaw, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Ugh. Danny DeVito is alive right now and he should be playing Super Mario and instead we have fucking Dingleberry Von Duschen smirts <laughs> doing just... three hours while he's gonna be Super Mario. <laughs> it's gonna be so dumb. It's just gonna be really weird. Oh god, I bet he's gonna be so creepy to Peach too. I bet there are rewrites in the works. Oh my god. Just stay with Bowser, Peach. Just stay with Bowser. Who's played by beautiful Jewish king, uh, Jack Black. So, yes. Exactly. Stay with Bowser. (laughs) We all want to go live in Bowser's castle now. I mean, shit. At least, well, Jack Black could have even played Mario. He at least has, like, the body type to be Mario. And he's, like, a little happy round guy. And he's, you know, very jolly. Jesus. Chris Pratt is not a believable Mario to me. No. Doesn't work. Doesn't yeah. work. Charlie yeah. Day is Luigi. Eh. Weird. So maybe it'll be funny. I don't know. Yeah. Seth Seth Rogen. I don't know. He's playing Donkey Kong in it. <laughs> uh, I, I, that doesn't make sense to me either. I mean, maybe there's a lot of weird things happening with the casting of this movie. But questionable casting, yes. But then also, uh, you've got Anna Taylor Joy as Peach, which I'm down for. Yeah, I'm a fan of hers. She was, in a weird way, uh, referenced as a person of color by a Variety magazine because of the fact that she was born in Venezuela. <laughs> and that was... Uh, mm. the, everybody's posting cringe now, and that was definitely... Is, like, cringe. Were they were they going by, like, 1940s standards for pe- persons of color? I think they literally just thought because of the fact that she was born in a country that speaks uh, Spanish primarily... Uh, do they're, that. Like, they're like she was there so she's a person of color mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like man she's whiter than I <laughs> but yeah controversial takes all around Super Mario movie big thumbs down giant thumbs down will not watch uh, no. if anything everybody should rent the Bob Hoskins Super Mario movie <laughs> and watch that instead though apparently Bob Hoskins also would go on to call that the greatest regret of his life, <laughs> Super Mario. Oh, <laughs> no, but frankly, I don't know how he could. The movie was fucking awesome. It had Dennis Hopper in it uh, <laughs> and fucking John Leguizamo as Luigi. Like, come on. It's me, Mario. Ugh. If he team doesn't Bowser. Do that, yeah, Team, team, team Luigi. Team Bowser. I mean, I'm going to, you know, Charlie Day Luigi. <laughs> yeah, those those were our news events. So, da, 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 da,
Who let's is to introduce the movie. movie. Yeah. So we are going to do the new Candyman that was just released. And I am stoked. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for over a year. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked to see uh, the new Dr. Manhattan spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched the Watchmen show from like more than a year ago. It's more oh, than a year so ago. But yeah, to, to see uh, Dr. Manhattan taking on more roles. I know mm-hmm. he's played more people than that, but you know. I really fucking loved him as Dr. Manhattan. I think he actually like played him in a compelling way. Yeah. Uh, which is difficult to do because you're playing a guy who's basically just a god who doesn't give a shit. Correct. So it's kind of cool. <coughs> play him in a way where you're actually like, man, uh, he's compelling. How did he do that? <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, and one of the other great parts about this is that it is directed... And then she also was in a lot of the production process, um, the pre and everything, by Nia Diacosta. So, hooray, a female director. And also partly written, at least, by, you know, one of our Uh, new horror wonderkins, Jordan Peele. Can do no wrong. I mean, he's part of the holy horror triumvirate of the 2010s and 2020s. It's true. Along with uh, Robert Eggers and Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, they should go to all the churches and replace any images of the holy trinities or whatever with uh, Ari Aster and Jordan Peele and Robert Eggers. In whichever order you prefer. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm proposing that right now. Uh, I know Pope Francis listens... Uh, so big ups, please, Frankie, uh, get get to it. Change out all those uh, fancy candy colored windows you've got in your churches, and just oh, put our, so pretty. put Ari Aster's face on there instead. Oh my gosh, I'm sure that's exactly what Ari Aster wants. I'm sure too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the Pope right now is thinking, yeah, you know what I'd love to do? Just get a picture of this tiny little nebbishy guy and put him in the churches. So, on that note, who's, who's ready to watch Candy? I'm ready. Candyman. Candyman. I'm That's scared to do it more than once. I'm sitting near a mirror, so I'm not going to say it. Mine's facing the wall, but I'm still scared. I'm like, no, no, no. All right. It's right behind my head, but technically I might be. Oh, that's worse. Yeah. yeah no, All right. Pop out behind me. We ready? I'm ready. In one. Um, Two, three. I'm so excited to see what they're going to do with this. Oh my God, we're starting so strong, Pat. This song. This song came on actually at work. And I was going to message you about it. But my supervisor was nearby. Oh man, they turned the logo. Everything is backwards. For a moment, I thought that I was having a dyslexic moment, and then I was like, oh no, you said it. And I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) That's actually a really badass, silly little. Oh my God, I love it. Because of mirrors, y'all. Because of mirrors. 
So I have not seen the original Candyman in its entirety. I've oh. seen it bits and pieces in syndication. I know that it starred uh, Princess Irulan herself, uh, Virginia Madsen. They're really sticking with the reverse everything. Oh my god, I love it so much. Oh, oh I don't like this distortion. Um, um, I have watched the original one. I've watched it a couple of times and um, I um, I thought that the interest, I thought that the, the concept of it was really interesting, but I think as a white woman watching it, I got very agitated with the main character being a white woman who just would not take no for an answer and like shoved herself into people's lives and you know brought all of that out and then was like oh but i'm the victim you know um i I had a very tough time feeling bad for her sorry go ahead no i was just saying i think i should go back and revisit that at some point and just kind of get further context on it yeah um but i really am interested to see what they're going to do with this version where it's gentrified and there's all sorts of people there and then how does the urban legend still come about and what does that mean but now did gentrification like kind of figure into the original as well? Like um, no, because it was it was um, basically a slum in the first one. Like they were coming from the fancy university that she was in because she wanted to impress her. Um, oh, look, it's a little bee. She wanted to impress the professor that she was dating by having this master's thesis done. So she came from the fancy university and drove to this neighborhood and was just like knocking on doors and stuff. Oh, she was like doing like clout sharking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then because she kept talking about him he came back but it was also kind of like implied that she was like either looked like the woman that he supposedly was in love with or um like maybe was a reincarnation of her or something um i'm wondering what year is this because it looks like this was in the past I'll say based on the jackets and like the... It looks like the 70s. Yeah, 70s or early 80s. Sorry, that was my kind of hot take about the first one. Um, She just annoyed me. 
I think I've only seen like maybe 25 minutes in total of mm-hmm. Candyman content. So like I have very little actual context even on the story like or the mythos behind it like it's just one of those things that I've known existed for a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, something that like before the reboot I don't even know if this is a reboot or if it's a sequel or... I think, I think it's, it's supposed to be like a sequel. But I know that Tony Todd is not in it. That's yeah. What, you know. Which Tony Todd, I, you know, I know him from Star Trek. I've seen him He's because he's played a great deal of different characters in Star Trek. Correct. Most notably as old Jake Sisko... <laughs> In an episode that I can't watch anymore because it makes me cry too much. Um, Deep Space Nine's got that effect on people. It th- or yeah. on, on us, at least. <laughs> oh, no. There's a ton of episodes of that show that just, like, break everyone's heart. But, like, mm-hmm. specifically Tony Todd playing old Jake Sisko just fucking rips my heart out. He delivers such a good <clears> performance. And, goddamn, should have won an Emmy for that if he didn't. I don't know. I don't really... <sighs> We were unfortunately a little young to really know what was going on in the Emmy scene nah, when uh, yeah. that first came out. But we, we have made up for it by watching over and over and over again since. I think I remember watching parts of it when it first came out. I probably did because I was very into Star Trek my entire life. Oh, look at these two. Did you? No. Yeah. Now I'm about to become best friends with your sister. See? Now how you feel about mm. He's nervous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is this wine? Welcome to Rothschild. Uh, we have almost got it in the fridge. That's more than toast. <laughs> <laughs> toast me a sort of wine. Is this one? Yes. Very old. Here we go. Here you go, Pat. 
And then this is assumingly where he does a mythos drop. Yep. Which is good for everyone who hasn't seen the original that I just spoiled part of it for. But that's cool because now he's going to tell us. And then I can talk a little bit about the um, true crime story that is similar. <laughs> this is a story about a woman named Helen Ryan. She's a grad student, a white grad student. Oh, this bitch. Urban legends of Her research, she went down to read a few times, you know, asking questions, these people. And then one day, she <laughs> Oh, that's totally different. I love it. I love it. That's so interesting. Well, everyone in this person knows that Helen is an insider. Who walks right into the fire. And it's on that spot that she dies. Burns to death. Right in the middle. Oh, I like how they played with that legend. Oh, I like her pajamas. So now he's going to doom scroll all night yep. about the Candyman legend and then. Gonna get obsessed. Who are you, Karen? Uh, well, 
this is Anthony McCoy of two years ago. I want the Anthony McCoy of the future. I want the, the great black hope. Oh no. Tomorrow. That's the guy that I gave a single chance to straight out of grand I really don't have to go through the trouble of replacing you on the summer show, but you're the only person who hasn't shown me what I'm actually putting off. I'm working on something. I get into that history of yours, dude. I'm, I'm thinking about doing something about projects. And about how uh, white supremacists, white people, yeah, how it, it, it clears these spaces of rampant and black for communities of color, in particular black communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sounds nice to me. Yeah. Oh, getting stressed into things. So now he's gonna end up creating a bunch of work around. Yep, bringing it back. So you remember how last summer, um, there was a girl in New York who actually found out that she could go through the the mirror, um, uh cabinet in her apartment to the other apartment jesus no so that used to happen with a lot of apartments where they would just kind of build them so close to each other and so like you know you could kind of if you moved the medicine cabinets you'd get to go into somebody else's apartment um make sure that i get the names right That's something that they talked about in the first Candyman um, was, you know, being able to go through the, the apartments and stuff like that. Um, so you just got stung by a bee trying to take pictures of Cabrini oh, Green. Oh, no. So I guess that's my question too. How does the, how did the bees figure into this? Like, was the original Candyman like killed by bees, or like? I don't remember the bees, but I remember that they're a part of him. And then he was saying to Helen that they were going to be a part of her transformation. Okay. So there's a great article from the Chicago Chicago Reader um, called They Came In Through the Bathroom Mirror. And it's from September 3rd, 1987. And it is about the true story of Ruthie Mae McCoy um, and how she was living in Housing Project. And these men came in through the mirror from a different apartment into hers and people kept trying to call the cops and stuff about the fact that they heard noises and the cops were kind of like okay well we'll get there when they get there because it was um housing within the projects that was started off as like such a nice idea i guess um like it was supposed to be um, a place that was really going to help people and get them back on their feet. But then, of course, all the funding got cut. And um, 
so everything was kind of like half finished or not totally finished or then the upkeep wouldn't happen and so these drug dealers came in and they basically rob her and murder her and nobody goes in for a while because the police didn't want to break down the door because they didn't want to have to pay for a new lock and she just could have gotten help and never did um and so when I first saw Candyman, that was the first thing that I thought of. So I think it's interesting that in this one, they're talking about gentrification and like building up over project housing and things like that. Oh man, question you shouldn't have asked. Yep. Oh, see, now the urban legend is. Oh, I knew it was him. Oh my God, just living in the walls. I hate it here. <laughs> nope, no thanks. Oh my God, go in the wall. You're scaring the bejesus out of me, but go. Holy shit. Oh my god, why are there so many cops? Jesus Christ. There's...
That's a big deal. Some happiness. Oh. Ominous. Oh. But that wasn't the last we saw him. Did he become a ghost? So it's interesting because I was, I pulled up the Wikipedia and the Candyman in the original movie was Daniel Rabelite. Or no, Rabatelli? So there's a guy by a different name and he was, I guess, killed because he was in love with a a white woman back in Mm -hmm. the day. Yes, he was um, like, he was like an artist or something like he, he did something within the community, like the white community, um, but he. Oh, he, uh, he was a painter who would paint pictures of the wealthy white people. Yeah. And then I guess he fathered a child with one of them and was lynched. Yeah. Oh my god, they cut off his right hand and smeared him with honeycomb stolen from an apiary That's it. The bees and stung him to death. Huh? Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Thank you. I was just going to look that up. I feel so bad for him because he's so enthusiastic about it. (laughs) Why is he so happy about that? Could we, you know, maybe just go, hmm, can you Can we try and do some, uh, some, some Bloody Mary? Hell. Can we get killed by accident? Doing some white people nonsense. Really? 
they're cute. I don't want them to go sour or for it to go bad. I like these weird shots that they're doing of the city. Yeah, like ground up. Mm-hmm. It's so different. Yeah, it's really unusual. Usually we get that kind of B-roll. Mm-hmm. Actually, every time you get that kind of B-roll, it's like especially now anytime past the 2010 it's like drone footage from above yeah with like smoke on the bottom yeah so they turn the drone upside down and (sighs) shot it the opposite way but it is really interesting wow so many hipsters love it Ugh, this makes me miss galleries, though. I used to go to a gallery in Westchester all the time. I used to work at a gallery down in Jim Thorpe for a while. Ugh. I do miss it. I miss hanging shit up on on the wall. Oh my god. What a dopey dope. She's gonna clout shark her way to death. my gosh and he's got the the mirror and everything wild If you hate art so much, then maybe you shouldn't be an art critic. I don't know. Usually art critics uh, are people that wish they could be artists, but they can't. Which is often why they're so hard on artists, because they are too afraid to put themselves out there themselves. There it is, white people shit. (laughs) 
That was three. She's got a Joy Division shirt. That's how you can tell she's cool. Yep. <laughs> Cooler than that guy. Get out of there. It's interesting that they chose to have that parallel of him being an artist, too. Like, just. Oh, yeah. It is. was a really clever way to do the piece and I thought that it was a really neat piece. I don't understand. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Why people nonsense. Yeah, it definitely feels like a uh, something that someone from a place of weird I'm not going to die privilege would do. <laughs> yeah. Again, not to yak on your yum, but these are choices. And they're very white choices. Oh. Is he becoming friends with the bees? (gasps) 
Is this real? I'm pretty sure her head's like 60% off. Yeah. <gasps> there he is. There's our guy. Hi, but buddy. Just in the mirror. He's out now. They let him out. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Like, I wonder if you can't, like, if he's there, but you can't see him. Like, in the physical space, you can only see him through mirrors. Wait, I think you need to say his name to get him out. And then she did, but he was, like, touching her at the time. So I wonder if it's, like, a case of transference. Because you see what I mean? Like, you can't. You'll never actually see him because he's like a weird mirror ghost. Oh. Oh no. And then she's going to find them. Oh no. Jesus. In front of his installation. Ugh. Well, no, his installation is down now, isn't it? Because they took all the shit down. No, I think they kept his mirror up, didn't they? Yeah, but they were in the process of taking his installation down. Oh, there. yeah. Oh, that's getting infected as fuck. Also, it's got a smell. Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean... Like, they don't show it in... In movies, but be poopy when you die. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look at his eyes! Oh! Seems kind of... Whoa! That's a smile. That's a smile. That was a really interesting. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Siblings. He doesn't seem to think it's that awful. No. I mean, well, they treated him pretty terribly. It's true. Oh, God. And this poor thing's going to be traumatized now. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. 
Oh, it's not her first time seeing death. Oh, no. Oh, someone please give her a hug if she would want it. Oh no, I hate that. Dreams within dreams. No, thank you. Anthony? Oh, he's just like Kubrick staring there. Oh no, the hair tuck. Um, hey, there's Helen Lyle's voice. There it is. There she is. Well, I mean, they should be afraid of the police. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, when uh, I think that's what we've really learned. And if you didn't know it before, you know it now. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was just saying a good percentage of your time when the cops are called and the black person happens to be there, the black person ends up getting hurt mm -hmm. or worse. Oh, I like how it looks almost like eyes behind him. Oh, strobey stroke. His hand is really fucked up. I know. A doctor might be good. Ooh, don't just stare in mirrors. Oh my god, that it opens the doorway. It's candy, Pat. Oh, Jesus. Um, well, I almost feel like Helen was being 
sort of possessed, but not really possessed by him. And then she was saying, oh, that he did it, you know, or that he did it and she was there. I'm trying to remember exactly how it was in the movie. It's been a little while since I watched it. It was about a year ago. Apparently it's based on a Clive Barker work too, which I did not know. Coming back around with more Barker. There you go. But I feel like uh, he's maybe being possessed mm-hmm. in the process of it. Yeah, this is definitely like an oppression sort of a... I'm wondering like, if he's the... Like, I don't know, does the Candyman need like a physical form to use to actually commit the murders? That's what I was wondering, but it also seems like he can just kind of zip in and out of the mirrorverse. Like, I get that he's trying to get to the bottom of the mystery. Like, obviously, we love a good mystery here at those meddling kids, but sometimes you just gotta gotta let go. Write down a name, put it on the back burner, go to the fancy dinner. You know, if your mom's not super toxic, call her back. If she is super toxic and you've got walls and barriers up there for a reason, then that's good. You stand strong with those. Oh, I like that new doorbell. Well, look how nice she's being right now. Why does she look familiar? Who is she? All of a sudden, your work is eternal. Who's next? I'm just learning to work in Tier C. I am hoping to be so All about him. I'm surprised at how positive your take on my piece seems to be. Artists gentrify the wood. What do you think makes the wood? The city. Oh, she was in Man of Steel. Pictures, guys. Then they invite you over to the room and say, hey, you artists. 
you young people who white furniture for homeless. Please come to the police chief. I mean, he's not wrong. No, not at all. She wanted to be part of the story of her. Yeah, she really engaged with the work. She looks a bit like Helen. That's why I was like, wait. You should say that. He's so enthused about it. He is. He just wants her to get murked. I'm here for it. She is racist and a little bit rude and she's trying to put this on him somehow. You know? That's her angle for this article. Do it. Do it. Don't be a coward. Also, listeners, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, don't do this. Don't say don't 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 say things like this. Don't any of the things that people say to say in the mirror, don't do it. Yeah. The bad vibe. Even if nothing happens, you're just gonna yeah. be vibed out. Creeped out. Don't do Bloody Mary. Oh Lord no. I don't know if it works, but don't do it. Don't do any of the the games from like Asia. Don't do Midnight Man. Don't do Don't play with the Ouija. Um funny story about Ouija boards, they originally started off as being called um, talking boards or spear boards and they have a patent. They have a patent saying that they work. Now they just are like little things put up by Warner Brothers, but they're the same thing and they have a patent. So just don't, don't open that doorway for me. <laughs> it's not worth fucking with it. Mm -mm. And like I used to, I had one, but I always moved it. That was why I was allowed to have it. And then friends of mine used it in college. And I was like, yeah, no. Like, then they played, played it. I was like, you, you guys can keep that now. It belongs to you. Oh, there he be. There's our boy. <gasps> it's interesting that they like changed him. Yeah. That they made him into a different man who became Candyman. But I wonder if Candyman can like transcend and like yeah. maybe that's the name. That ends up being... That's more important. Yeah. Well, that's like Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary is a couple different kinds of um, stories. Um, some people say that it was Mary, who was the Queen of England. Um, some people say that it's a whole bunch of other things. She's got like three or four different stories around her. Oh. Also, the, like, timing acting for this is so well done. I really like a lot of the practical effects they're using on this movie. And, like, the use of, like, makeup instead. I don't feel like there's very much, if any, CGI happening here at all. No. Oh my gosh, but look at... I mean, if, <gasps> and if there is, it's, like, really minimal. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, because like what they're doing is using a mirror as what it really is, which is a doorway. So like what they just did with that scene with her, we could see him kind of peeking through, but that could easily have just been the actor with like a little cut out door there. But then What's they it? replace with a mirror. Oh, there she goes. Rot row. Oh man, that's awesome. Oh my god, I love it. And so like that's probably CGI or whatever to a degree. Yeah. But probably just to erase the person that's picking her up and slamming her against there. Yeah, or the, the bit of wire work that's going on with it. And they pulled out far enough to where like it's it's not distorted per se, but like it's yeah. it's done tastefully and in, in like yeah. a smart way. That's like a very I don't know, it's a hallmark of peel, feels like yeah. it's really kind of great with that. because now he doesn't look guilty at all yeah getting up and running away the second you find out that the yeah yeah oh why does why is he knowing oh william's there There we go. I love this puppet work they're doing. Set him on fire. 
finally dies. With a story like that. Pain like that. That's forever. That's candy man. And where this like you know, a white ghost story, we would say that that pain was a wound in like the earth, you know, and that's why it keeps coming back. Candyman is how we deal with the fact that these things happen, that they're still happening. Mm. So it sounds like there's numerous candy men mm-hmm. for sure. So we called it. So maybe that means there's also going to be numerous opportunities to go back and revisit this universe. Mm-hmm. Which would be great. I'm glad he's being honest. I don't think we're being as funny in this one, but that's okay. Because we're we're enjoying this movie so no, much. Yeah, it's great. Like I'm kind of bummed out that it's only a rental and that I can't just... I know, just own it. <laughs> right now. I'm definitely buying it as soon as it comes out. Oh my god, no. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I mean, at least he's trying to, like, fix what he did to an extent and, like, protect her, which is a nice switch up from a movie like this, you know? I wonder if his art is going to end up being similar to Anthony's. You know what I mean? Maybe. 
I think that would be interesting. And maybe help her to believe him. Because we've got some time left. Oh, teenage girls. Of course they would. Because teenage girls have a lot of power and no fear. <laughs> oh my gosh. We would have gotten murdered if we would have done that to our school. Uh, oh my god is there like fucking 10 of them gonna do oh my it? gosh yeah no listen to the queer person listen you to the queer person don't do it yup <laughs> Good, for her. Good for her. Not today. <laughs> And naturally, she's gonna not hear any of this happening. Yep. Ugh, no, the queer one first. Oh. I mean, she's not necessarily queer just because she has. Oh, no, she that. said that pussies were warm and wonderful things. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a lot of blood. How loud is the music she's listening to? They also said that she's like super hungover, I guess. Which makes things kind of fuzzy. Oh no. Oh no, she's going to get to see him. But you know what, though? She didn't say Candyman, so she's not going to get it. Yeah. No, she's shot. safe. Yeah. The, oh, that's such a cool But that's shot. what I mean. This is such a neat shot. Oh, and I love that he's floating on his little itty-bitty tippy-toes. Yes. I love effects and shots like that. That's pretty cool. That is a really Oh, and look at shot. this. 
But see, that was like a tiny bit of CGI, or maybe not even CGI, because they could have just had him on a rig somewhere. I was going to say, he could have just been doing wire work, because all you saw were his legs. That is so smart. Oh, no. Anthony, babe. <gasps> Holy shit. Mm. Oh, that's spreading in a not good way. Oh, fingernails. Pretty sure normally that kind of infection would take like uh, oh, like weeks dead. to get that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like necrotic. You'd That's be like, septic at this point. Yeah. That is so gory. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's such good makeup. Such good makeup. This movie. So I wonder if they named him Clive in reference to Clive oh, Barker. Yeah, Clive Barker. Maybe. Is there someone else in the movie named Barker? There's someone named Burke? Clive and Burke? Kind of close. I mean, I know Jordan Peele's like a big Easter egg kind of guy. And if yeah, he is true. one of the co-writers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that lady's posting cringe. Yep. I almost feel like she's being used. But again, I don't really understand. I don't know much about the, the art world. No, that's pretty much right on point. Oh my gosh, look at his. It's it's spread up to like his chin. Oh, ho, ho. Yeah. My guy, you're not looking good. That's such a great shot. Yeah. I and I love how they're they're using the rain to give us different sounds. This movie is shot so well. Yeah, I like her colors. Her color palette yeah. is really cool. Really interesting. Because it's kind of warm and kind of cool at the mm -hmm. same time. Like, just... Yeah. And just, like, the way she uses spaces and angles. Like, look at... So, this, I guess, is his mom's house. And everything's boxed in and angular and cozy, but also kind of uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Did they? Yeah, it doesn't look really fixed. I feel like you should have been on some sort of an IV trip. Oh my God, I wonder if he was the baby. So the mom, I believe, is from the original movie. Vanessa Williams, yeah. Yeah, this movie is beautifully shot. Well done, Mia. Well done. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, she was in the she's Anne Marie McCoy from the original movie. <gasps> I don't know, honey, maybe because you were like essentially kidnapped. <laughs> and then a part of a terrible story. This is clever. I like how they're putting it together. Mm. 
Hmm. Oh my gosh, I wonder what's gonna happen there. The sound, like the the soundscape that 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 mm-hmm. has really really interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to find who. Uh... So the first one had Philip Glass. Which is interesting. And now this one is composed by Likens or Robert Aiki Aubrey Lowe. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like that we went from cicadas into that almost like undulating noise. Yeah, it's a really unsettling sound effect. Mm -hmm. I I, like want to go. maybe dig up some of his music and listen yeah. to it. Like, it's just really interesting. Definitely. He's apparently in a doom metal band called Ohm as well. Oh my god, yes! I love that. The talent in this movie shows. Uh-oh. Did she just get locked in? No, she's never, like, fully said his name the five times, though, so I don't think she's, like... Because yeah. he doesn't seem to kill arbitrarily. Like, you literally That's have to... That's true. You have to participate in the summoning ritual to actually... Look at her going, nope. Yes. Love it. Smart girl. Oh, oh no, but she's locked in. (gasps) Oh no, why's he got her? Oh, because he wants Anthony. Oh, I wonder if when they were kids, if maybe she did something. Oh, shit. Oh no. Oh no. 
the same my name is Charles. He's running around the house every day. Uh, a black man around 30. He's waiting for home to talk to me. Oh no. I don't like that. Oh my what is god. The what is that called? The the fear of like, you know, the honeycomb kind of look. Uh I know what you mean. Tryptophobia. Yeah. I do not have it, but oh my gosh, that's gotta be terrifying for someone who has it. Well, what's interesting is actually because I was looking this up. Um according to the psychiatric schools, it's actually not a recognized fear. And it's it's potentially a Mandela effect thing. Oh. It's a meme fear, basically. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, they're showing it. Just whoop, going to town. Yikes. Row row. Oh my god, and Helen's pictures in there? That's super fucking meta. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Even just that line reading, though, like, you can make the story your own. But some of the specifics gotta stay the same. Wow. He's an interesting kind of secondary antagonist. Yeah. But I mean, he's also a victim himself because, I mean, he's. Yeah. He caused that guy to get killed in the first place, but then also he fucking witnessed a bunch of his friends getting murked by him, or presumably his sister, I think. Mm hmm. The sister and the friends. Oh, her friends. Oh my god. Oh no. It's the song. Here we go. This is amazing. 
Oh my gosh, I wonder when we're going to get to the stuff about her father's exhibition, because we don't have a lot of time left. I mean, that might not figure into it. I would Maybe kind of that would be that. another one. Yeah, this feels like endgame level stuff right now. Yeah. She stabbed him with something. I know, good girl. But... Oh no, but now is she going to get in trouble with the cops? Oh, is he going to protect her? Jesus. Oh. They didn't even like wait for him to maybe put his hands up. Nope. Not only that, but he was like clear like to look at. Like he clearly yeah. looked like he was of no potential harm to anyone. Yeah. Like he looks half dead. Exactly. But I guess because he's got a hook in his hand. Or it, it probably looks like that. Maybe. That'll be the excuse. Oh. Oh, no. Like, what are you shoving her for? Well, I don't trust this man. Not one bit. Oh, she's going to do it.
<gasps> She's so smart. have to assume that guy got caught too i mean yep yep murked
That levitation is really interesting. I did really he, like it. Did he do that in the originals too, or? I don't think he around? did. Oh, Tony! That's Tony Todd's face. Mm-hmm. 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 <gasps> and that's the voice. <laughs> this movie was so good. This movie that was, was really so cool. good. Yeah. Now I got to go back and see the original, but that's like, that's that's neat how they were able to kind of tie it into it without. Mm -hmm. It's a sequel, but it's still its own thing as well. Correct. This was so good. That's also so good. Really interesting way to do the credits. Mm-hmm. Showing all the candy men of the past. Oh, this was so smart. This was so well shot. I really liked the effects. I really liked the makeup. The music has been really cool. Yeah, it was really beautifully done all around. Mm hmm I like how different rooms had different angles and colors to give you different feelings throughout the movie. Like, it just was so well thought out and so technically sound just oh this movie's a chef's kiss of a horror movie and definitely love the there are a lot of great kill shots but especially the kill shot in the little compact mm -hmm. Probably one of the best ones oh my gosh yeah so good yeah so then that was candy man but uh I don't know. Just jumping at it real quick. What what would you if you had to score it like one to five, where would you put it? I'd give this a perfect five. I'd say so too. I would highly recommend. Yeah. Definitely. Highly, highly recommend. Jump on it to rent or if you can hold off and wait a little bit longer. You Definitely know, own it. Cause I'm, wait like a month and yeah, and own it. Because I'm gonna buy this and rewatch it over and over again. Yeah, I'm definitely, like, once it comes out to buy, I'm going to buy it, but I might wait and see what happens if they'll do, like, a package deal where you can get this. Yeah. And I think there's three other Candyman movies. I think there's at least another one. I, um... I've only seen the first one, and obviously this one, because we all just watched it together. Um... It's neat that there's opportunities for sequels, but I almost yeah. don't want them to do it. I feel like this was so good. I don't think you could. Yes. I don't think you could top it. And I think the what they've done here in terms of letting you expand the mythos in your own mind is mm -hmm. much more interesting than anything they could do. Correct. And to have it all come together so well um and to become almost a linear story 
Oh. It's so good. Just so good. I feel like if they're going to do another one, we need to wait another, like, almost 20 years for it. You know? Yeah. And somebody else is playing him, and he's a different, once again, just a mm-hmm. different iteration. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's cool. It's, it's neat that they opened up the imagination to so many more came like you could kind of like fill in the blanks yourself exactly mm. which is cool as hell yeah definitely highly rate this one um definitely recommend we'll watch again uh and let us give Jordan Peele and Nia so many more projects. Please. Please, 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 please. Oh, and look at this. Candyman.com slash impact. Or candymanthemovie.com slash impact. Good. Yeah, that was cool. That was a really interesting movie. And like, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Jordan Peele is going to be short of work at any points in the near yeah. future. Like he's pretty much going to be doing all kinds of crazy horror. Yeah, he's so smart, so smart. And she did such an amazing job directing. Um, this was something I was talking about last week because I watched a, a different horror movie and it was in the slasher thing family and um, it's newer and it was good. It was fine. It's just, it was very predictable. And when I looked at who did it, it was all a bunch of the same white men who have been doing, you know, slashers and horror recently. And I was like, I just want something a little bit different and a little bit fresh with a little bit more of a zig or a zag. And you need these other voices to keep horror zigging, you know? And that's not to say that other people can't write or direct and it's not interesting, but this was so refreshing and such a neat take and so timely and such a great way to show a story that people have been trying to tell for years and are continuing to try to tell and continuing to try to put to the forefront and to then use horror instead to really talk about it which is a part of what horror is sometimes sometimes it's stories that need to be told and need to be said and need to be shown just done through this lens i honestly think uh most horror in some way or another has this sort of feature to it like it it is telling a story about society at large around it and like yeah you know i mean there's some that stands out more than others but of course like if you go back to like sort of the roots of it in romero like through Night of the Living Dead and then through Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead, like he was telling a lot of really culturally impactful stories. Yeah. Doing it utilizing zombies, which was really interesting and and pretty fucking cool. 
but to I see mean, you know del toro he uses monsters a lot to tell and especially really ghosts stories. Mm-hmm. like in 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 an interesting metaphorical way but yeah like just there's there's a lot of culture to be explored through these sort of themes and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it's I feel like more often than not, it is really reflective of what's going on in the time yeah. that the content was made. Well, and it makes sense because horror stories, ghost stories, they were always used to explain things that are scary or dark or things that we don't know or understand from legitimately the beginning of time. And also People. just stuff that it's tough to confront or comprehend in a direct way so if you can do it through through metaphor or indirectly like this sometimes it is just easier to to deal with it like this but Candyman, especially this one doesn't really afford you too much space between the narrative that's being told and the culture that it's trying the cultural issues that it's trying to address like they're just happening one and the same yeah but you know, sometimes you need to just get hit in the face like that. It's true. And if you're looking for something else like that, um, and you have HBO, watch Lovecraft Country. It will fuck you up. But it is so beautifully shot and scary and well done. Um, that That'll be my my recommendation outside of what we did tonight, I think. I'd even say go and, and fucking A, go check out like Peel's other work. Mm-hmm. Oh, check definitely. Out check yeah. out. I mean, especially us, actually. Like, us is really interesting just because it's. Oh uh, my gosh, it's so good. It's so creepy and it's so fucking, it, it cuts deep. And, you know, just so uh, many amazing was... performances in it. But Lupita Nyong'o's mm-hmm. voice work is yeah. so unsettling. Actually, her her eye work, mm-hmm. that's going to sound weird, but just the, the face oh, that yeah. she was pulling as her counterpart were so fucking amazing. And just, uh, we're Americans. Is the fucking mm-hmm. freaky shit like just that? To do the the vocal trauma that way. Yeah, Ooh. so fucking like she fucking killed it. But yeah, like that. If you're Us. looking for that kind of real straight, just shot. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a fairly hardened horror fan, and Us really scared me. Like I I had a tough time sleeping after Us. There were parts of that movie that stick with me where I'm just like, yeah. That was, that was a tough watch. There were also parts that were just funny and weird. I mean, oh yeah, definitely. putting Tim Heidecker in any movie is great. And people should do it more often just because he's great. Uh, but yeah, like that was fucking, I, I mean, actually in seeing Tim Heidecker's like other, other self was creepy as hell too. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you're looking for a more in, Tense kind of movie like this was that's mm-hmm. played Reco. Um, if you're looking to uh, just be just wasted about about a dollar or whatever, go check out the Unholy. Uh, the new <laughs> it's a new uh, pe- people talk about schlocky horror from like the 80s or whatever. 
but this is true schlock in the, in like the worst way possible. It's just like high tier schlock. Uh, it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it or whatever. The guy who plays <laughs> Megan. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's those classic like demon possession deals dealing with like, you know, all that weird shit. And you've got Carrie Elwes in it doing a New Jersey accent, which honestly, that's worth the price of admission to me. I was going to say that's worth a dollar right there. Yeah. I haven't seen him try to do that since that time he was on Seinfeld and (laughs) also tried to do an American accent quite unsuccessfully. So it's Uh, cool that they just keep letting him do that. Yeah, it's true. He's playing a priest. You could have just been like, uh, you know, they, they ship him in sometimes. Like, he could have just been playing a priest from right. you know, England or whatever. Across the pond. Across the pond. Or, uh, you know, if you really want to be disappointed, uh, I recommend watching Sleepaway Camp. Actually, I don't. <laughs> uh, no. Don't do that. Don't uh, do it. Just look look up uh, Sleepaway Camp Mel on YouTube just to see the, the hammiest and shittiest performance you've ever seen of a movie. Um, <laughs> great. Um, and a book rec for me is A Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay. It's, um, ooh, you know, I, I don't want to tell you too much about it, but um, give that one a read because it kept me guessing till the end. Um, I may have to check that shit out. Yeah. Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay. So is that, a, is that a long read or is that like a it's it's not a super long one. It's a pretty normal sized um novel. I think it's pretty quick. Um it won the Bram Stoker Award for a novel. It's a horror one. It's a it's a cool 304 pages, so it's not that that long. Not a breezy read, but not like a not a crazy read either. Uh, for, we're talking books, I would say, and this is a this is a book with pictures, so it's fun. Uh, um, but it's the I would recommend checking out the Trick or Treat comic book. Yes, you got it from uh, 2019 with a wonderful forward by the the writer and director, and also. The very first half of it is just a full-out adaptation of the movie, but done by a group of different writers, including some writers who wrote for Supernatural. Uh, and some of other Jeffrey TV shows. But yeah, like it was, it was fucking great. Uh, really awesome. And then the second half of the comic is actually a bunch of additional stories dealing with Halloween or Samhain. And uh, really fucking good. And it's just cool too, because it's, Every single chapter, if you will, is done by a different writer and oh, illustrator. So it's just a really diverse collection of stuff. And like, and seeing Sam drawn in all those different ways has been interesting and fun. And, uh, you know, it's cool. It was really cool. And um, yeah, that'd, that'd be my book reco or uh, A Mouthful of Birds. I can't pronounce her last name, Samantha Schweiben. She's a writer from South America uh, by way of Germany. Um, but yeah, she, she wrote this fucking weird collection of short stories that is the most unsettling. Oh my gosh, awesome. Not even like scary, just it puts you out of your comfort zone is, is an easy way to put it. Just it fucking, it fucks with you. Yeah, like I, I found myself rereading a couple of them just because I was like, 
what does this mean? What does this particular sentence mean? What is this particular context? And you keep finding yourself rereading the shit. And it's just, it's just, we, it's even the sentence, a mouthful of birds. When right. You, if you start to pull it apart and think about it, it's just weird as fuck. But it is based, one of the stories is called A Mouthful of Birds. And it's just a story about a girl who eats birds. Raw. Mm. There's no explanation. There's no reason behind it. There's no, just a girl eats birds. Nice. Just <laughs> like, that's all there is. I don't know. It's just that kind of shit. And that, that storyteller is a fucking expert at just fucking with your head. So that would be my, those are my two book recommendations. I'm sorry, Brie, I did two. Now you should do another oh, one. No, it's okay. <laughs> I will, I will save some. Um, Cause I've got one for next week because next week is the start of October. Already. It's happening so fast. It really is. Um, but I'm so excited. It's my favorite month. But yeah, so we, um, we are those meddling kids. We've given you some recommendations. Um, we've given you some news. Hopefully you had a good time watching Candyman with us. Because um, we had a blast with you tonight. And don't say it too many more times. No, we're we're done now for the night. Yep, I'm not saying it at all. No. In fact, going to brush my teeth facing away from the mirror. I know. I'm just like, Ugh. Maybe in the hallway. I'm going <laughs> to brush my teeth in the hallway. There you go. Oh. That's smart. All right, but we love you, um, and we will see you again next week. And get cozy, because it got creepy. It did get creepy. Catchphrase! I was just going to do it. Yay! Perfect. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Go us. All right, but we love you all. Thank you so much. And we'll see Good you night and time. good luck. See you later, everybody. Bye! Bye!